Good evening, hunters, and welcome to another thrilling tale from the Agents of Sin. Join our heroes as they track down powerful crystal hearts scattered around the five lands. Dire deeds and deadly adventures await while ne'er-do-wells seek to abuse the ancient and hidden powers of crystal hearts. Hello and welcome to this episode of Crystal Heart, Time and Perspective. Where we left off last time, you guys had gone to a trial for murdering a bunch of, or a lead member of the Frost Foundation. You then killed a bunch more people in the Frost Foundation, escaped, and were accosted by a woman descending from a helicopter-like vehicle who also claimed to be from the Frost Foundation. Don't forget Hrolf. He's a jerk. Oh, Hrolf was your chauffeur who was a traitor that you guys murdered in cold blood for no No, reason. No, it was self-defense. He shot us first. He really attacked us first. We did not shoot him. I mean, we, we were not going to shoot him. He only shot one of you guys first. So well, he, at no, best, he started it was attacking. Mora knows he's a dirty traitor. <laughs> All right. So no, he attacked another one of us because we because Mora was in the room alone. He shot Mora. Mora jumped out the window, and then we ran in the room and didn't attack him. And then he shot someone else again. So I'm just gonna start this episode with a little bit of like a disclaimer on voices. Um, it's been like a month since we've been playing this because we all have lives that get in the way and I have forgotten a lot of what some of my characters are supposed to sound like. So if at any point someone's listening to this like a week back to back and you're like, huh, the voices seem to change a lot. That's why. Um, but we'll go ahead and get started. You guys are on a street at night in, um, Havensburg after a light appeared above you and a woman descended down and said, we need to talk. Now what? I mean, I don't I don't think I necessarily merit that response. I'm here to kind of help you and also ask for your help. Well, you're also from the Frost Foundation, so I find that unlikely. Right. So I feel like I need to apologize on behalf of them. Probably, yeah. They're kind <laughs> of... Well, they're not exactly the Frost Foundation so much as they're what's left of the Frost Foundation. Um, so you're the real Frost Foundation? Yeah, you could say that we. Are, I'm a member of the Real Frost Foundation. Um, in the. Well, okay. So I need your help in my city. It's not really on any maps, and it's not so much a city that you would know of in Fjordstad. But those of us that have been living there are kind of out of time. In that, like, time does not flow for us as it does for normal people. Um, we recruit people from Fjordstad who we find to be exceptional, which is how the Frost Foundation, as you know, it started. Um, but they've kind of gone crazy, and that's now having effects in my city. And I need you guys to kind of come and clean it up. Is there, uh, wild hearts involved, maybe? Well, uh, that it is sure the, sounds like it. That is the danger of bringing you. Um, my hope is that you can see past that. Um, and not judge the Frost Foundation city for the Frost Foundation that you've met thus far. Because they are crazy zealots, and we are like a prospering society that just needs your help. So, is there a heart, or isn't there? I mean, I kind of know what happens if I say yes, but yes. I mean, I'd just like to know what we're potentially walking into you're potentially walking into hearts yes but that's not exactly the issue okay 
I guess we'll go with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess to be fair, I'm also not giving you a lot of choice. I will kidnap you if I have to. Oh, great. Okay. So, you know, you can either come with me or I can leave you here and let the Frost Foundation try to keep killing you forever. Uh, I guess we'll come up. Sure. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay, but if there's a heart that we find, it's coming back to sin with us. Well, hopefully it won't come to that because that might be an issue, but I think we'll be able to work it out once you see what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you're not being very descriptive right now. Yeah, it's, well, I need help from an outside source that understands hearts, but I also need you guys to not just, like, rip the heart out of our city, so hopefully you'll be amicable to this. Alecky's already on the ship waiting. <laughs> How did he get up there? Oh, is it up there? I thought that she... How did she get down here? She, like, rappelled down from a helicopter. Like she, like, rope. literally oh. floated down oh, pretty I, magically. I assume oh, that there was a okay. ladder. No. Oh, okay. No, but I do like the notion that somehow Alecky is just, like, on the <laughs> ship looking down at you guys like, hey. He stole my grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Are we going or not? Well, I guess... How did... Does he get up there often? Like, how does he just... Alecky, how did you get up there? I mean, you would have known if you would have not been talking for 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, don't touch anything. I don't want you to try to fly the shit. Anyways, yeah. So she, like, um, taps a bracelet on her hand, and you guys kind of all float up to this vessel that is not unlike the flying machine that you guys use. Um, So it's, you know, like, basically an auto ship kind of thing, but just different technology. Um on board, it's very, like, lavish. Not really, shouldn't say lavish. It's very technologically advanced, considering Fjordstad. Um, and you guys, uh, once, she get up, once she gets up there, she, like, taps some controls, and you start flying off into the tundra. Well, we have a bit of a ride ahead of us. Do you have any questions about what I'm asking you to do? Well, to start, just one comment. I have been betrayed enough for one day, so... Don't betray us, or I will be very unhappy. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, but if I was going to, you asking me not to, I I would still betray you, you know what I mean? But I'm not gonna, really. But I'm also hoping you're not gonna betray me, so here's the situation, right? The city that I'm taking you to has been frozen in time by kind of the combined power of two hearts that have allowed people to, for one thing, freeze time, and for another thing, remain perpetually young. That being said, that offers a certain amount of problems, socially speaking, which is where I come in. Generally, we have low crime, but when stuff arises, I take care of it. So when you say frozen in time, do you mean time in the city is stopped? Or time moves very quickly in your city? I'm kind of confused on the concept. I would... hmm, So... The people there do not age, and the city itself, I guess, yeah, it moves faster would be the right way to put it, right? So a day there is much less than a day out here. I'm bad at talking about time for someone that lives in a time-frozen city, but think about it this way. In a week, you could get done, like, a year of work in the outside world. Does that make sense? So you've been researching technology in a week in... A year's time and then coming back a week later to the real world, having improved it? Like, our city is roughly, like, 
would it be 52 times older than cities out here before it was frozen? Does that okay. make sense? Yes. So time out here moves slow? Yes? Yes. So you use that to your advantage then for economic purposes, I assume? Um, We use that to, for one thing, yes, create economic and technological advances, which is important for Fjordstad, but more we use it to isolate ourselves from forces that would distract. This is why the Frost Foundation was important. There's a very rigorous vetting process to be allowed into this city, and most people do not make the cut. So the Frost Foundation was set up to find positive candidates that are people that, you know, were great people in Fjordstad, great leaders of industry, people that we did not think should die young or quickly or even after a full lifetime. We brought them to our city, kept them working forever so we could, you know, advance technology for the betterment of Fjordstad. Um, <clears throat> so once someone is, they get younger while they're here? They don't age, yes. The, the heart that, one of the hearts that controls the city can turn time back on someone's age so they can kind of stay perpetually one age. <laughs> that sentence was like a, amazing. You started in the voice and then like drifted out of the voice through the sentence. I don't know funny. what you're talking about, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> So, I just was really confused if it was the person still talking or you still talking. It might talking. be because I'm bad at talking about time travel in this time travel game that I came up with. <laughs> so my question is, uh, why are we here? Or more specifically, what do you want us to do other than have expertise and hearts and help out? Well, so having expertise and hearts is basically what I need you for because I'm pretty sure um, one of the carriers of one of the hearts of our city has been murdered. And I have one, never dealt with hearts, and two, never dealt with murder. Because as it happens in the Utopia City that I am the sole police force of, I don't really have to deal with murder. So I kind of need someone who is capable of, like, combat and investigation and understands how to contain a heart after it has gone wild. Because recently, in the city is held in balance by these two hearts. One of them is kind of a spirit of destruction and the other spirit of creation um the two people that held those hearts are practically deities at this point and we're pretty sure one of them has murdered the other because the city has fallen out of a horror is fallen into a horrible imbalance like there have been crimes far more than we've ever experienced before and crimes with motivations that i don't really understand anymore like People aren't economically bereft anymore, so there's really not a large amount of, like, theft or, like, crimes of passion. But lately that has been happening, so I just kind of need your help to restore order in my city and then kind of find a new vessel for this heart. Which heart was stolen? Do you know? I don't, no. How how do these hearts work? How do How does being in the presence of a heart that you're not connected to make you stay young being in the city is being connected to the heart but they're still housed by a human we just never really see them like i said they've practically become deities they're very reclusive they don't like go out anymore but um lately it feels like the city has turned more to the side of destruction which we can only assume means that Basically, our god of destruction has kind of 
killed our god of creation. Gotcha. So being in the city will just make us younger? It'll keep you from aging, yeah. Okay. You won't, like, turn into a baby. No, I, I understand <laughs> that. Um, I was just Oh, wondering. wait a second. Oh... Oh, yeah, she, deserves, she deserves like three bennies at this point. Yeah, you really, on, you really deserve a benny. Yeah, I'm going to give you one for that. <laughs> um, she asked like three times and I didn't just pick up totally on it. I totally was like, why do you care so much about whether you get young? Oh, right. It's like your whole thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, while you're there, yes, your body will want to revert to its most... Wow, what's... The- vital time? Um, but that will only be well the heart is in power, and right now it seems not to be. Right. Like, okay. the restorative powers of our city seem to have stopped. Gotcha. Any questions from anyone else? Nope. Where do we start? Well, Cut to black. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, where do we start is actually a valid question, so... What I'm trying to solve right now, aside just from, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure uh, one of our gods may have, like, you know, basically staged a coup, is, so, our city is held in balance between two forces that, like, create and destroy in the city. Um, Like, the city remains as harmonious as it does because there is tension we don't get bored because there are people that are in the city basically to commit small crimes or make our lives somewhat difficult does this make sense no okay so we have the show of conflict in order for people to not actually turn to real conflict there's like an outlet for social Basically, crime in a certain sense is legal and encouraged in order to keep people on their toes. Okay. So... And then you just bust, like, every so often? Yeah, yeah, basically. It's kind of like a very long game of cat and mouse, um, where there's, like, limits, though, to, like, what we expect people to do. This kind of keeps the city from falling into, like, a a slump of boredom, um, because otherwise, like, you know, invent everything there is to invent, and then people get, like, apathetic and bored. Um... So, basically, lately, our, like, most renowned cat thief has kind of gone too far and started hurting people and stolen something very dangerous. So, first step is find him, get him, like, bring him in and keep him from doing what he's doing. And then next step, yeah, see if we can figure out what's going on with the heart. Do you suspect they're connected, that he's done something with the heart? I suspect that... The imbalance in the city is causing him to act out, if that makes sense. Okay. Right, so stop the, the cause of it. You'll stop the symptom? Yeah, okay. kind of. Kind of. You guys are... Um, well, but before, I actually had a question I wanted to ask her before we oh, got there. Sorry. sorry. Yes, it seems like we took a weird break for me to turn on the air conditioning. What's up? <laughs> so, what kind of reception can we expect in your city you see three-fourths three of us are not fjordstad so i'll say this um i'd like to think that we're very enlightened people like a very enlightened city so not everyone there is from fjordstad um the frost foundation like i said as it is here should not really be indicative of the frost foundation as it is meant to be in this city 
Um, so we have people from all over. That being said, do not say that you're from sin. She kind of like pauses and looks at your clothes and is like, we should buy you clothes first thing. Because <laughs> you should not be wearing sin uniforms. What, what gave it away? Oh, this large sin patch on my arm? Yeah, we know who you guys are and... I would hope to think that we do not end up being at odds, but at the same time, I understand it's a possibility, but at this point, like I said, I'm kind of desperate because I'm a little bit out of my element, like actually dealing with dangerous crime. So, um, yeah, so first thing, disguises. Second thing, don't tell people that you're from Sin. Third thing, act like you're about a thousand years old, if you could. Yeah, that'll okay. be easy for Mora, won't it? Hey, you watch your mouth. Ooh, also, yeah, like, try to look young. Um, (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I mean, people know we're coming from the outside to help you, obviously. No. No. No? No. No. Where did you supposedly find us? Well, see, we have, like... My city is 52 times more advanced than, like, the ones that you would have come from. So, we have ways of tracking people. And also, we get regular reports from the Frost Foundation... That mentioned that they were, like, starting to kidnap and try to murder sin agents, which is not really what we want. Um, so, for one thing, I had to step in to keep them from murdering sin agents, which is already going to be, like, kind of blow against our relationship. So, I I have another question. Is this city called Wallenstadt? Do you have my notes, like, sitting in front of you? Do you have my notebook? No, we overheard some of the zealot... Oh, Frost shoot. Sundays people mention a place called Wallenstadt. I 100% may, forgot that, that, that they I may ascend this. to a place called that. Y- yes. So, yes, that is where we are going. Yes. Um, that connects a-, a few dots then. Which actually. Um, what dots? Because it, does it connect, Vinny? <laughs> no. V- Verani, you can make basically. like a. Can you remind me of this? Oh, stuff? okay. I didn't know you were at So, basically, we overheard. Um, we, or no, we we read we found some documents when we were sneaking. Um, oh, in the house. In, okay. in, in the house, we found some documents that, um, like, it was like a pledge that was said at each meeting. I didn't write it down verbatim, but it basically said to the effect of they mu- uh, that they must ascend to the heroes of old and prove themselves worthy. And when the watchers come back, some may ascend to Wallenstadt. Oh, right. Okay. So, this is embarrassing for me, but we may have... We kind of made a cult accidentally. Like like I said, this was like a recruiting effort, and then it kind of became a cult after, you know, a few thousand years. Yes, so. I hear that's how usually cults are started. Recruiting efforts? I was being sarcastic. Oh, thanks. You're such a sunshiny disposition. Anyways, um, you can make... Verani, you can make a uh, history check if you want, actually, because you have some... You would have knowledge of what this city is. Yep. That's a 10. Uh, is that a success with a raise? Yes. Yeah. So um, this is very similar to Atlantis, like for our, you know, like mythology in that it's a city that supposedly sunk into the ice and no one like remembers where it is or what happened to it. But it's kind of talked about like housing um basically deities so it's kind of like olympus but in the ice if that makes sense it, it, it makes complete sense it's just a funny image like right. olympus just more miserable <laughs> <laughs> if olympus pulled a atlantis and sunk into the lake so, and sunk into the ocean or if if uh if olympus wasn't in greece and was in siberia 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's very cold Olympus. <laughs> or Everest. Just Everest. Or if you're from Fjordstad, very normal Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So at some point I passed that along. Um, so I feel like this probably isn't the conversation to be like, this is our Mount Olympus or whatever. Well, you know, like, but I guess to to my point, though, meeting someone from this place would be like what, meeting Hercules. You know what I mean? Okay. Like not a god, but kind of. Like it's a religious friend. experience. Yeah. And also, there might be like historical figures. Yeah. And we wouldn't have, she would have heard of. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. And we wouldn't have had a chance for me to for because uh, it was us two that snuck snuck in yes. right and they uh. were captured we didn't really have a chance to exchange all that information did we or did we i don't, I don't think you I don't remember have, we did well, you, if we did or not i don't think you would have and i also think verani is a she went to like university so i think she's probably a little bit of a skeptic oh yeah so i don't think until we're there that's gonna like sink in she's gonna be like looking for the strings kind of all the time yeah, yeah she's looking for the, the curtain gotcha yeah. yeah and i feel like that's a very fjordstadian thing to like how is this actually working how do you actually do it yeah yeah so that that's kind of my thought with how she is taking this right now so it's like oh yeah <laughs> sure you're from there all right we'll figure out where they're actually from you know yep okay um so she, as you guys are flying further into the tundra, you come upon like a large, basically just plane of ice that looks pretty like unpresuming in that it'd be like landing in the middle of a cornfield. You know what I mean? She's like, okay, here's the greatest city in the world, right? Middle of a cornfield. Um, so she touches the plane down. So, so it's like uh, going to Wakanda. I haven't seen Black Panther. Oh, you haven't? I haven't I seen it. I thought you guys it. saw it. Yeah, you did. No, I thought haven't. you said you did. We haven't yet. No. I could have sworn you guys said you saw it. No. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> it's like it, going to Wakanda, apparently, <laughs> but in Siberia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you land in the middle of this ice field, and she goes, okay, so I'm going to need everyone to join hands, and then one person at least to touch me. We join hands, and okay. one person touches okay. her. Okay. <laughs> Don't sound all weird about it. I just like you just have to. Anyways, she like grabs someone's hand and then touches the same bracelet that she used to ascend up to the vehicle, and um, the ice beneath you becomes transparent. Um, and like way down deep in the ice, you see like the tops of a city, and you slowly start to like melt into the ice, um, and fall slowly down through like all the skyscrapers and like massive metropolis of a city. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm gonna say that as we're going down, um, Verani was on like the end, so she has a hand free, mm-hmm. and she's like trying to like grab at the ice. Oh yeah, her. make a make a crystal heart check. Cool. Oh Wait, shoot! Make make crystal like a channeling or make like a knowledge crystal check, and oh, also I... like your. Your heart sense is tingling. <laughs> You're our new Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, that's a five for knowledge crystals. Okay, so um, as soon as you descend into um, the ice, you hear two things. You hear one like thumping beat of a heart that is very... It's extremely rhythmic and... Um, like organized if that makes sense or uh would be it'd be like like a march you know what i mean um and then you also hear another like 
singing of a heart, but it sounds more like energetic screaming. So it's very distracting. Would you say the marching one sounds very tamed? Yeah, and yeah. And the other one does not. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, just... it's very, very, very loud. Like, would be giving you a headache loud. Okay, yeah. So then as I'm like, as we're going down, I try to grab that ice as, and like, once that hits, um, whoever's hand I'm holding, I'm like almost letting go because like, I'm trying to cover my ears. Not that that helps, but just kind yeah, of that, that initial reaction. Initial, yeah, yeah. Um, and then for like your just general check of trying to grab at the ice. Um, did you want me to make a check for that? No, I mean, you kind of just said that you did it and the effect would be something to like the further you reach your hand away from, um, the group, the group, you can feel the ice becoming ice and not like, um, I don't know, like an ectoplasm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a magical essence as opposed to a physical object. The further you get from. Um, I have award. a Star Trek reference I could reference, but I shouldn't. No, you should. To- uh, the farther you get from Laura Lee, the more it turns into like real ice and less of, you know, yielding goo. Gotcha. Okay. What's your Star Trek reference? I'm curious now. The the one where Jordy and Roe get phased and like no one yeah. can see them. They can yeah. move through solid objects, but then Data accidentally hits Jordy with the beam thing, and then he can like. He has to push to get through the material yes. instead of just passing right yeah, through it. Yeah, that's totally it, actually. Vinny, <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek references are always welcome to me. <laughs> Especially when they have to do with Jordy, the best character in the show. He was always, yeah, he was like always my favorite. Anyways. Well, more because like, I like, wanted to be him. I never well, wanted to be Picard. I wanted to be Jordy. I'm not going to necessarily say you're right about that, but, you know, it's, it's an acceptable answer. <laughs> I just think he was interesting. We don't have to talk about Star Trek. I'll talk about it forever. Sorry. Okay. So you land in the city. Um, does everyone want to make like spot checks? Also known as perception notice. in this game. Nope. Or notice. <laughs> 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 See, that's why I, I intentionally didn't use the right word for D&D or this, just so I wouldn't be using D&D words. I succeed what's with that, a five. What's that based on? Smarts. Okay. No. What do I need? You need a four in this game for anything. Uh, okay, I got a three. <laughs> I'm not making one because I don't think I'm in the right mind right now if I'm, I'm super distracted. Well, there's your Benny. For oh, thank you. Playing your character. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I, I can't concentrate if that's what I'm hearing. Um. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm really bad at playing up my hindrances. I could have been this whole time and I wasn't. It's, it's okay. <laughs> don't it's worry. okay. Don't worry. I I'm, play I'm, up my hindrances all the I'm time and Chloe doesn't a, care. I'm that is very true. <laughs> yeah, I'm enclosed in a vehicle I can't escape from and I did nothing with it. Um, <laughs> I have claustrophobic and I don't oh. ever use it. <laughs> so... I succeeded. You succeeded, and basically what happens here is you guys land on a city street, and it's just like a bustling metropolis, and... Um, do we see Superman? Well, no. <laughs> you kind of do. Mandy, or Verani, is like clutching at her head and staring at the ground because her head's like pounding. Rezo and Mora are both just kind of like looking at eye level at the buildings, and they're just like, well, these just look like buildings, but they're... You know, got glass on the front more than what we'd usually see. <laughs> and then Aleki is the only person that looks, looks up, up. <laughs> and sees like an ocean going canoe flying through the sky <laughs> under no propulsion. And you're just like, 
well, that's magical. <laughs> and they're just like, this is just a normal city. I don't get the... It's like it's a little shiny. Whatever. I mean, yeah, like they're wearing nicer clothes, but whatever, you know. I don't point it out to them. I just watch them waiting for like waiting for them to like glance up at all. I know this can be a lot to take in. I can see one of you is clutching your head and staring at the ground and the other two of you are just looking at your reflections in glass. Um, so I know it's a lot to take in the beauty of our city, but you know. I feel like Mora's really just like immediately checking to see if she looks any younger. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, is there an option to turn off the crystal's power? Uh, you... Uh, Let's say you have to make a spirit check and succeed. That's what I would have assumed. Okay, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, especially I, as, for your always on Yeah, because this is like, like the always on thing. Y- you have yes. To do thing. You have to like pull your heart out, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like, or like, I want to do something of like trying to tone it down, Um, which I, maybe I don't get this right away, but like, I, I feel like that would be something that she would be trying to do. Can she still hear our hearts? Or they just completely drowned out. Uh, I think that they're like so constant. It's almost like you don't really hear your own heartbeat unless you try to, kind of thing. Because she's around you guys so much. Gotcha. So she would notice the lack, not the presence. Gotcha. That's a twelve for a spirit check oh, to either okay, turn yeah. the power completely off or tone it down. You you are able to like shake it off and not be. I'm not. You're not going to be like rolling at hindrance this whole game. Okay. Cool. Um. All right, so I think the first thing, like I said, is to get you guys some new clothes because right now you guys are, you know, like I said, kind of a thousand years out of fashion, so <laughs> we kind of need to get you in anything that doesn't have a sin patch. Um, actually, can I just, like, rip those sin patches off right now and, like, burn them very quickly? She kind of, uh, like, shoves you guys no. down an alley. Um, okay. I uh, take the one off well, my jacket and well, give it to speed her. it up. Yeah. Wait, how cold is it in here? Like, what's the temperature? Oh, yeah, it's perfectly 72 degrees. I just take off my jacket. Yeah, I'm just going to take <laughs> yeah. off my jacket. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that works. You guys don't have, like, super sweet sin tattoos. <laughs> no. Wait, did, did you expect us to have tattoos? I don't know. I just didn't. I mean, I do have a tattoo. My character does. Oh, is it a super sweet tint sin tattoo? No. <laughs> it's super sweet. It's just not sin. <laughs> it's a dragon wrapping around his arm, like... Nice tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So first things first, clothes. What kind of, what do you guys want to look like? When you look around, you see people dressed in, um, we're going to say like Star Trek modern attire. You know what I mean? A lot of like almost onesie looking clothes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? How like in Star Trek, it seems like they're all wearing like weird onesie things. Everyone's kind of wearing that. I want to dress like Q. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the judge Q. <queue>. Judge Q. <laughs> uh, like, he wears a lot of different things. Mostly Starfleet uniforms. Wait, but. so do, do, does anybody look like uh, the two Star Trek ladies that are like in the workout room? Like the 80s? <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> the very 90s workout clothes? Yeah, okay. So Ronnie is <laughs> uh, a 90s workout leotard. Yeah. <laughs> With the uh, leggings that are underneath the leotard. Yeah, yeah. yeah the no, really totally. horrendous <laughs> 90s workout leotard. Beautiful. I'll take uh, whatever helps us blend in easily and quickly. Well, that is convenient for me. Yeah, just something practical. Something we can fight in since I presume we'll having, be having to do that. I I mean, I don't, I don't really ever have to fight anybody. That's like not what I do usually, so... 
if we can wear any outer layers as well so we can conceal our weapons so we're not just walking down the street yeah, you're with that right there yeah right there <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad it's beautiful yeah yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's the episode of Star Trek where the only two like consistent women in the cast have to put on workout leotards and do gymnastics. <laughs> they don't do gymnastics. That's not like a part of their character, but they really needed the dialogue to be said by them in leotards. Anyways, <laughs> oh, was it, they were to have a girl talk. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't just be like sitting. Oh, geez, they're not even. It's like they're wearing onesies and then with the leotard on top of them. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but the leotards are like cut out so like. Oh, it's just so bad. I just want you guys to know, Mandy really went like full ham on this like weird space aesthetic. And you guys are just like something practical. That's because that's I mean, the that's only more. weird one that I remember is the workout clothes episode. See, like, I, even, even though it looks weird, Dr. Crusher's looks tolerable, but Troy's is just, what? what is that? Like, There's strings over like her strings. chest. It, it's it beautiful. It basically just makes makes her boobs look bigger. That's yeah, the whole, like that's the whole point of them. That's all it does. And then working out. Yeah. It's that's beautiful. all it does. And like this that's, is, also, okay, I won't get into the finer points of how you wear a sports bra in that. But <laughs> <laughs> what, that's like literally the opposite of a sports basically, bra. Basically, yes. It's like zero support on the boobs. Support on your abdomen? <laughs> yeah, who even knows? But that's basically what I... Uh, Verani's wearing because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, the clear like pink and gray, just like oh, it looks great. Yep. <laughs> looks like what the '90s thought the future was going to be. Exactly. All right, Reza, what you about? <laughs> Do you well, know workout these all look terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't have like your fine sense of fashion. Okay, but I'm. I just find it amusing because you like use Star Trek characters as an inspiration for your <laughs> voice. Like, yeah. God, these costumes are awful. <laughs> I think Mora just gets something like monochrome or like maybe a blue or something like leggings and yeah. then some like you know the when it's like a long sleeved like swim top sort of. Yes. Where it's like sort of form fitting. Yeah. Just kind of like um under armor. Yeah. Oh, that of. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that looks I think spacey. that's what she's going for. And it's probably like neon colors. So maybe like an electric blue or something. <laughs> and she's like, well, this will have to do. <laughs> All right. Um, then there's also the issue of your weapons, especially for like the two of you that are wearing fairly. I guess we could put them in a bag. Yeah, we'll just put them in a duffel bag, I guess. <laughs> if anyone asks about like, hey, why do you have these duffel bags? Just say they're full of research projects. Okay. Easy enough. All right. Great. So let's wait. Go- wait. For clarification, which of us have our weapons in bags Ferrani. i would honestly assume kind of all of you have to unless you're wearing clothes that could like conceal a sword my i mean yeah. I, I have i have revolvers they're not that hard to conceal i you had a sword no i have a sword well my i got sword. a sword the sword can be in the bag but like i, I still yeah. have my revolvers yeah. for quick yeah. draw that's yeah, like fine. my sword would be one that would be hard to conceal but my shurikens those yeah can hide. that'd be fine okay i think mora's just got like a sort of backpack um maybe like camera or poster case sort of and so she just puts her oh, javelin in yeah, there yeah, yeah, that puts makes her sense. shock staff in there like the thing from National Treasure yes sure it's exactly I what used you're... one at work recently so oh, it's exactly what you're describing is the thing from National Treasure okay <laughs> which I wanted when I was a kid I just wanted a map in like a tube that I could carry around I don't know <laughs> not the Declaration of Independence well I guess it was anyways <laughs> it wasn't a map I want an ancient document in a tube um, <laughs> 
Birthday, Cody. <laughs> All right, so we can go back to, I guess, what she would call a police station and kind of go over the finer details of the case. I can show you where our main suspect hangs out and what he's stolen, and maybe you guys can try to find him, I guess. Like I said, I'm not super great at investigating this kind of thing. I'm sure that sounds like a good place to start. Cool. What's up? There's an entire article on Star Trek The Next Generation's Most Outlandish Outfits. Oh, was that on there? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it's the second one. (laughs) That deserves to be in second place. Okay, so you arrive at the police station. It is a, like, very future-looking office. So there's, you know, like an egg chair, a glass desk, and then, like, a computer terminal that just, like, floats holographically above the glass desk with, like, she just, like, types on the desk and it, you know, types... Like what you see in future stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Um, She sits down and goes, okay, so our main suspect's name is Olfen. Um, Like I said, he's kind of a renowned cat burglar. He's spent like thousands of years getting good at stealing certain things and not getting caught. Lately, though, the kinds of things that he's been stealing have been like corresponding with like heinous crimes and that like people have been getting hurt and almost killed by him when he goes and steals things and this isn't his usual mo no this is very like it, it is it would be like if um hmm, trying to think of the right way to put this what he is good at what he has spent his life doing is not is being never seen committing a crime does that make sense so this is sloppy for him yes that would be the right way to put it like, I've spent my time trying to catch him in a crime that I never seemed to be able to do, but it was always amicable in that sense. And lately now, I need to stop him because he's hurting people and I'm worried someone's going to actually die, which is very uncommon for us. Okay. What has he been stealing? Okay, so the the last thing that he stole was called the Kaleidosphere. Um, it that is, sounds dangerous. It is, yeah. It could be. Um so basically with the Kaleidosphere, it's a summoning device that allows people to channel energy to basically manifest images into real things. So oh. the issue with this is it basically allows people to materialize like solid holographs or holograms that could be anything. Let that sink in for a minute. Like anything that you could imagine, this person could make a solid hologram of. So it's like the the photocopier in Fairly Odd Parents. Sure, that reference I don't get. <laughs> we don't need okay. to reference everything for every idea he comes up with. I kind of like it though. I just specifically, yes, it's that. <laughs> it it was invented recently by one of our like, you know, pioneering inventors who's very renowned. This was exactly something that we would kind of expect him to try to steal, and usually I would be less concerned. But like I said lately. His pattern has become a lot more violent, and I'm worried what he'll do with a device this powerful. So with it making sorry, uh, so with it making things real, is it like are they really real or are they like hard holograms? Are they temporary? They, they are disappear? temporary, so they will eventually disappear. So like if he was to like let's say summon the giant buffalo to just run through the city, it would eventually vanish, but it would be able to do damage before that. Yes, a, a buffalo or a bison. They're basically the same thing, um, you know. They, like at this point, they colloquially have become identical. <laughs> and also, I don't remember which one's which. <laughs> also, neither one of them would be in Thjordstad, so whatever. I guess a polar bear. <laughs> well, that's because they're all in Messiah. 
That's probably true. <laughs> so, have you Wait, had any... Can you tell the difference between a real object and a fake one? Oh, once one of That's them disappears, important. yeah. Well, so, it, when you make the object, it is it, real with a time limit, 100%. It's, so, like, if I copied a dollar bill, or a Fjordstad dollar bill, it would be a Fjordstad dollar bill. There would be no way to tell the difference between it and a real one. Yeah, up to the point that you understand the difference. So the summoner has to understand the intricacies of the thing they are making. So like... The copy's only as good as the person making yeah, it. Yeah, so if I was to make one of the well-known savage Fjordstadian penguins, you know, the vicious razor-toothed monsters that plague the land... I don't know. if Do you guys remember that we talked about these? No. Yeah. But okay. Oh, about, <laughs> how, about how penguins were well, like dangerous. I, and I never, I never showed it, but I, I looked up a, a penguin species in a video game I played, and I was going to show it to you. And I just never got around to um, it. So if I, I were to create that. that, the outside <laughs> would look correct, but like if you were to cut it in half, I don't know what's on the inside of a penguin. So it would just probably be hollow. Probably bones. I'm sure there are some of those, but I don't like. You know, I'm not a skeletal expert. I probably should be though, considering I investigate crimes. Doesn't matter. So, has there been anything? Have you had any leads about new, like rare objects showing up? Huge I anomalies. Left, I left once he stole the object. Um, but, um, so I, I left once he stole the object. So I wouldn't know if there had been since. So you could ask around and see if anyone knows anything about it. How long were you gone? Um, in Wallenstadt time. No, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna ask in real time because, or whichever. Well, so time passes kind of fast here. No, wait. Yes, faster here than it does on the outside. I was gone for eight hours. So what's eight times? That's like fifty-two. Yeah, I mean, so well, one week would be a year. Let's say a month. I was gone for like a month. I was gone for a month. Oh. I maybe uh, should have thought that one through. It was very important that they did not murder you because you're kind of the only people I can think of to help with an issue involving hearts. Um, but yeah, I think I was gone for about a month. Wouldn't you have like police reports or people calling this in somewhere? Um, so yes and no. Um, like I said, crime's very sporadic and usually does not hurt people greatly. My job is more to catch people whose art is to commit crime does that make sense yes so if i'm not here like they'll probably get away with more crimes but it shouldn't really hurt anything too terribly that being said it's possible that things have gotten worse since i've been gone but i don't have any like reports sitting on my desk right now about it all right i guess we'll it's very possible i forgot about the issue of time passing differently in this world when i made her gone for a month (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do we have any other questions? We're going to hit the streets. I think we should get out there. Good, because I agree. I'm so bored in here. <laughs> um, uh, All right. I mean, I could have given you... I have like a file. On, never mind. I guess you oh, can just go... Give me the file. Okay. She like hands you a file. I we'll immediately, read it on the way. I immediately slam it into Reza's chest. Read this. <laughs> We're, I'm leaving. Okay. Here's a Benny. Here's the Benny you want. <laughs> Benny fishing monster. Well, here's the thing with that. Now, I deserve to be made fun of for never giving you Bennies when you play to your character all the time and then I don't give you Bennies. <laughs> the thing with that, though, is I've established before that I don't read. Like, we're given mission briefings often and I just hand them off to other people and then continue on. Okay, I want to go talk to people in the place where the guy usually hangs out. 
Um, well, after Rezo, Rezo, you want to make, make, make like a notice or investigate. Investigate's a skill. Make an investigate skill. Check. Make an is, investigate skill. Is it written in a language I can read? <sighs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> is it written in oh. common? I don't think common. Yeah. Basic. Sure. I think it's funny that I have to do an investigate. I don't have investigate. Like, so I have to do this untrained. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to, it's not going to be bad if you fail. Don't worry. I fail. Okay. So... There are, um, I mean, there's other people that we could, I'm assuming he, would be looking through this information. He, he, hand, he hands me the file and I say, what file? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You're just not going to like, I don't gain, notice him handing it to me. <laughs> you're just not going to gain like amazing, um, amazing like ground. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll have the information. I won't be able to make any immediate connections kind of thing. Right, you'll have the information, but you're not going to gain like free information. Just like here you go, Merry Christmas. I gave you useful stuff. Um, So when you look through it, there's two places that are highlight. One of them is called um, the Slab, which is like a nightclub that this guy is known to frequent, and the other one is like a list of fences that he'll go to sell things that he's stolen. So are we uh, splitting up or are we staying together? We always split the party. <laughs> hey, it's my favorite thing. To do. <laughs> I know it is. Not being in a and d system is super nice because you can split the party and not die. That's what you think. I mean, I don't know. We we had some trouble in that fight when we were split. How do you think? Uh, who almost died in the last? Or who took like a bunch of damage and then had to like jump out a window? Yeah, it was, was me. Mor- yeah. Laura. <laughs> I will argue that was not because we split the party. It's because the DM split the party after we split the party. Oh yeah, yeah where I you did. slammed the door in my face. I did. I did. So but it was a trap. <laughs> That was more. Let's stick together. Just okay. Let's because. go to the fences then. Um, okay, so the first fence is a like fine jeweler. Um, so you know they. I go punch him in the face. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. I will remind you that right now you are not supposed to be from Sin, and you are kind of out of place. So, um, just to kind of let you know how the mechanics of this are going to work while you're in this city. Basically, everywhere you go, everyone's going to have to make a stealth check. And it's not to not be seen. It's to blend in in a society that you're not from. Great. What's stealth based on? Uh, Razor, what's stealth based on? I'm pretty sure it is agility, yeah. And how do we do this if we aren't trained in it? Uh, Minus two. Yeah, roll the normal thing and then minus two. Well, hey, I pass. All right. Six. Do you have stealth? Yeah. What? (laughs) I fail. Which is funny because she's like the one who understands the most. About I pass. This. Mm-hmm. I pass. Okay. So you guys walk into a jewelry store and there is immediately the temptation to get crazy distracted by everything in this store because it is the most impossibly magical stuff you've ever seen. So normally jewelry would be very static. This is very, um, what's the word? Kinetic. So everything is moving and swirling. Every Dynamic, pendant. maybe. Yeah. Um, well, like kinetic sculptures are like a, have you seen kinetic sculptures? Yeah. yeah they're, it's like that, but made into tiny pendants. So when you All look right. at them, you can see tiny, like mechanical intricacies, like spinning and swirling constantly. Gotcha. Um, and the details are 
much finer than you could ever imagine being possible for like regular tools. Um, all of you are able to kind of shake this off, except for uh, Verani, who is just kind of immediately transfixed and almost hypnotized. Which actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, especially since you're like a mechanically minded person, trying to figure out how these little toys work would be very like appealing to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I feel like I go up to one of the necklaces or something that's like, got you can see all the little parts moving and i'm just like poking at it <laughs> what's this guy's name his name's bronus that's amazing <laughs> okay okay so you walk into bronus's fine jewelry his name's bronus so i immediately i walk up to him uh hello mr bronus my name is vincent this is my co- colleague zachary we also have amanda and caitlin yeah, amanda and caitlin yes yep. <laughs> um all right i'm with the vpd the what? What's the name of this place? Volenstadt. The Volenstadt Police Department. I'm working with uh, Laura Lee. Do they call it the police department now? But okay, okay so you're working with Laura Lee. Yeah. Uh, we've been, wa- we want to know if, uh, oh, what's, it, what's the guy's Alfin. name? Alfin. Alfin? Yep. Uh, if Alfin has left or sold you anything that uh, seemed to magically disappear. I don't know who that is at all. I've never heard of him. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you're not in trouble, even kind of. Just save us time in not lying to us about knowing Alfin. We know you know him. You gotta have to make me some kind of like roll. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like kind of push my way up to the front and be like, "We're just looking, just looking for some information. We're not in trouble. We're not gonna. There's nothing. There's nothing at stake here." And I am a hundred percent act. Uh, um, Invoking my attractive. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm taking it back. I think attractive is way better than quick. <laughs> that is a seven. Um, he looks at your attractive cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yes, technically I have seen Ulfin. He sells things here, but they're always on the up and up. He just acquires fine jewelry and I sell fine jewelry. I don't see the issue. I mean that's not that's not what we're concerned about. We're Excuse concerned. me, ugly man. <laughs> I'm talking to your friend. Beautiful Fle- man. <laughs> Beautiful man. His name is Zachary. Zachary. <laughs> we're, we're more interested if any of the things he sold you randomly went missing unexplicably. Well, I mean I've sold things that he's sold me, as that is what I do. So I don't know if you okay. know what offense is. You know we yeah, do, I do, but, but I, here's I, the thing: has some of his inventory just disappeared and not been sold like, immediately? I don't know if he like sells them within five minutes or if he holds on to them for. We also don't know how long days. these things stay in existence. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get what you guys were trying to no, imply with this. To, oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, gotcha. The only piece of information yeah, no, on this guy, dude. Like, has he been like has what's his face sold him like? A ruby, and then like, and then the ruby has gone missing. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't get what you were trying to imply. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> get on our level, DM. Our minds went to different places. I was imagining, oh, you thought, like, we, we you thought we were asking if he stole it back or something. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. Just so we're both on the same page, when I had invented this object that summons things, I was imagining he would summon a battering ram to steal something valuable. 
You know what I mean? Not just summon something Whoa. valuable and sell it, which is way smarter. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he even mentioned a dollar. Like he said, if, could you copy a dollar? I like, I totally am on board with you guys <laughs> making sense, but the reason why I was confused there was the imagined use that I had was that he would summon Mecha Godzilla and stamp around the city. <laughs> Not that he would just like artificially inflate why, the economy. Why would he go with Mecha Godzilla when he can go with Mecha, Me- Mecha Barbara Streisand? South Park. I I don't want. Oh, come on, <clears throat> man. Um, no, he has not sold me anything that has then gone missing. I have sold things that he has sold, but you know, it's actually been a while since I've really seen him. You know, I mean, but he does come in. How long of a time? Oh, let's see. He like gets out a book and starts that paging seems, through. Huh? That seems stupid to keep a book of all your fences. I'm sure it's in a shorthand <laughs> that. Well, no, I mean, I just keep track of everything that I buy and sell. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with buying something from Olfin. Like I said, he doesn't sell illegal things to me. He just sells normal objects. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um, So the last time Olfin was here was about... um. Five, six weeks ago, I bought a very nice bracelet. Okay. So, well, to the rest of the team, I said, so it sounds like he hasn't been here since he got the kaleidosphere, so maybe he has bigger fish to fry. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right, Amanda. Well, I think that's all the questions we have then for you. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Yep. Uh, definitely, if you see him, let him know I'm still, you know, my inventory's running slim, so... By the way, uh, just out of curiosity, have you seen a giant Mecha Godzilla walking around? No, I, I, I guess I haven't seen that. It seems okay. like something I should have seen, though, given <laughs> the structure of what's going on right now. I actually wasn't mocking you with that. I was just like actually asking, like, you know, if that's how you're gonna play it, have you seen this? Is there anything actually weird going on in the city since he's a presumably normal citizen? Yeah, has. Oh, um, well, as far as just the city in general, I mean, you guys have been here, so you've obviously heard the rumors and know that people are a little bit more paranoid than they have been before. Like, people are getting mugged in the streets more than you'd expect, and, you know, it's getting more dangerous out there, which is something we really haven't had to deal with before, so... Uh, That's what we're we're here to clean up. Right, right. Where are you from again? Volenstad. From around. Right. Volenstad PD. Yeah, the thing that exists now. Yeah. We keep a low profile. I mean, I, I live about two blocks south of there, you know, take a hang of left. You know that burger joint? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> is your friend okay? She's been just staring at the case for the last, like, ten minutes. How does this work? <laughs> oh, are Come you? on, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> and I escort her out. He, he like... But, has- but, but. As you guys leave, he's kind of like giving you quizzical and confused looks. Like, what is happening there? She's a little slow. (laughs) So I have a question. Sure. Since we did well with our stealth rolls, can we make it so we don't have to... Or, well, some of us don't have to keep rolling at disadvantage? You don't don't ever... Oh, Oh. no. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you're Uh, stuck. Yeah. Lame. Yeah, sorry. There's every chance of you guys getting caught. Um, but yeah, anything else you guys want to do um, well at this jewelry shop? Nope. Okay, well, then this is where we are going to end this episode.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Crystal Heart. This game is run in Savage Worlds. Additional rules and setting information provided by Aviv and Aaron from up2fourplayers.com. For more information on Crystal Heart, we strongly advise you to visit their website. Until next time, Wanderers, danger is always close to the heart. <laughs>